Hey bitch, it's Asti and Britt. Welcome to Turned On and On Purpose. If you want to have your pussy purring and dripping in cash and looking to create your empire, then bitch, you're exactly where you need to be. It starts here. Hello. Hola, bitches. (laughs) We're back. And ready for some truth bombs. Spitting. Spitting fire. fire, Dropping fire. Fire in your pants in the best possible way. (laughs) It's not an STD. We're off to a great start. We're off to a great start. Let's start with sexy celebrations. I feel like we haven't done any for ages. Oh, I just got goosebumps. Okay, can I start? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so excited to hear this. (laughs) Okay, number one. Step into your Lightworker 2.0, so the second container of it, has now wrapped up. And oh my gosh, that in itself just like blows me away. And I bought myself those beautiful flowers. I can't believe that's done already. Like, that's I know. So quick. Hasn't it? Yeah. And these flowers that I bought for myself as congratulations to me. I, I'm like, I was with Renee, so I was like, I just want to go home and look at my flowers. Oh, <laughs> Like your baby. I just look at them and I'm so smiley from Fig and Bloom. Mm. Um, uh, they had, they, they, they got me. They had a code word, which was Virgo to save 20 bucks. I was like, which that meant I didn't have to pay for delivery. I was like, actually, yeah, I really want flowers. Yes, it's a sign. I'm going to go buy flowers today. Yeah, do it. I love it. And then I just like it because then it's delivered to you. And Aaron was just like, oh, who got you those flowers? I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. I have a secret admirer. (laughs) Myself, it's the best getting flowers to live in when you're in a relationship because oh. I feel like it makes them like step up their game. <laughs> well, and also he sees the flowers that I actually really like. Yeah, bless him. I love it when he buys me flowers, but there's sometimes these flowers that he buys me. I was like, I love you. I do not like love Daisy? these flowers or anything like, yellow. Ugh. Like anyway. If you brought me yellow flowers, I'd be like, unless I was some. Don't you love me? <laughs> Why are they yellow? Or sunflowers. Yeah. Like, are you trying to tell me that we're friends? <laughs> you, love, you love sunflowers. I love sunflowers. When he bought me roses, I was like, oh my God. It, that was the first time I've ever received roses. So that was really nice. Roses are special. Yeah. So anyway, I bought myself those beautiful flowers that make me so fucking happy. And then last week, I had a very incredible business week. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, Brittany Van Gastel, PTY LTD, has created last week a $43,000 week. Amazing. So, life's good. Life's amazing. amazing. Yes. I want to preface that, that it's like, just so it gives you more context. It's like sales. sales, Not all of it was cash, but in itself, like, it was just absolutely amazing and yummy. So, that's some big sexy celebrations from me. You've had an amazing week. I know. So and, good. And I'm getting really strong in my body. I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah. I'm working out. I am a snack. I look amazing. She's a buffet. I'm a buffet. I'm the whole damn buffet. My skin is glowing. Life's good. Anyway. Yeah. You're yeah. killing it. Your booty's growing and your bank account's growing. And that's what we wanted. That's our motto. That's our motto. That's our mantra. Mm. What are your celebrations? I was actually thinking yesterday. I was running. My celebrations are as well. I've been like training heats, feeling really good in my body, feeling strong, all the things. I'm getting really good at cooking. Yeah. Oh, I made Brit pancakes the other day. I'm like a domesticated goddess. I can cook things. (laughs) And even better, I know how to make the best 
um, cocktails, but especially martinis. Oh my god! Uh, oh, best. guys, they were the best. We don't even have to leave the house anymore. I was actually <laughs> surprised. I was like really wary. I'm like, is this going to be bitter? But I was like, I would drink it anyway. Just to be nice. Just was to be it nice. actually good. Are we it was no suffering, but quietly suffering. No, it was really good. I literally said it's better than the fucking pav. It was so good. We don't need to go to the pav anymore. We used to go there for cocktails and potatoes, and I also know how to make the best potatoes. So, what is our life? We used to go there for cocktails and potatoes. Like, <laughs> literally, just the potatoes. The potatoes are pretty good. I mean, so that's my celebration. But what I was gonna say is, yesterday I was going for a run, and I was thinking. Remember when we first started this podcast, and we have already like spoken about this, how we were like manifesting, like being part of a community and like knowing all of our neighbors and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like that's been amplified like so much more even recently. Yeah, big time. We have such a big community around us. It's like so you go out and just like see people like, "Hi, good morning." Can't like, leave the house. No, yeah. without seeing someone. Yeah. Like I was just walking here and I ran into someone. We're just having a big chit chat. I was like, "Oh, this is so nice." I love it. Yeah, our little community bubble. And my other celebration is I officially launched the Spark today. It has yes. been filling up in my DMs, but I've officially put it on my Instagram. And this morning, I one of my one-on-ones cancelled, which was fine, because then I woke up early, sat in bed, like planning out just the first call for this 10-day, must, 10-day transformation. And oh my god, like all of the information was just like pouring out of me. I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. I love this. It's going to be life-changing. Do you know what is actually so beautiful? It's like you've like really landed in this pivot in your business. Whereas before you're like, oh, I don't know if this is like for me. Like what the hell? Yeah. Like you were kind of freaking out. Well, yeah, I think I was freaking out because it didn't feel fully in alignment with me just to call myself like a dating coach yeah, yeah, or like yeah, yeah. me a soulmate. Because I know for some women that's all they really want. And yeah. like that's maybe their number one priority is like falling in love, getting married, all of that. And that's never really been... You're my number one. Mm-hmm. But the way that I'm teaching it is like, you get to choose yourself. Mm-hmm. You get to feel happy and full and complete and you get to meet all of your own needs. And being like the strong, independent woman, but also having like your guard down and your heart open. Mm-hmm. Like I choose myself, but I'm also available to be chosen. Yes. And I think a lot of like dating advice and coaching is just so much about like, how to meet the one, how to be chosen, mm. how to get guys to like you. It's actually like, how, to check how do you box. choose yourself? How yeah. do you show up? Like, what about the space in between dating where you're not with somebody like feeling full in between, right? Mm. When you're by yourself. So you don't need a man, but you desire a man. And that's mm. what it's all about. I, yum. Balancing all the things. So yeah, that's what I've kind of been brainstorming today. And I've like really been like thinking about it quite deeply. And I think what a lot of women are struggling with is like back in the day like when marriage first started we had to get married because we relied on men to keep us safe and yep. secure we needed their money all we, the rest of and it. also we were swapped for a pig like we were we, swapped for pigs yeah but we needed to be chosen i was yes. like choose me like i need you like literally because i'm dying without you mm-hmm. and i feel like so many of us are still like deep underlying narratives and conditioning Mm -hmm. maybe it's like not even like we don't even realize it but we're still holding on to that like i need to be chosen Mm -hmm. right instead of like choosing ourselves and then like with the feminist movement we kind of got pushed so far the other way where there's either like women that are like so like miss independent i don't need a man like pushing men away or they actually like know that deep in their heart this is what they long for and they really do desire love in a relationship 
but they've just become so hardened by the masculine world that we live in and everything being hustle grind go go do to do which is fine when it comes to like business and money and buying property and all the other things that we do in our lives mm. except for our hearts mm. and women just don't know how to like soften and surrender surrender their hearts open to men so it's like finding the balance totally strong independent woman you know what you bring to the table not afraid to eat alone and you're choosing yourself but there's still this opening of like but i am available to be met with somebody else i love that so much mm. not being afraid to eat alone but still being open yeah oh if you're at a table you've got your whole buffet <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> there's a chair pulled up and yeah. it's like it's available it's not this like energy mm. that's like closed off like mm. you can't sit with me but it's just like yeah, take a seat. Mm, I like that. Come and join me in my life. I think also, though, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like as well, the guard comes up with, I don't know how to word this. It's like there's a particular set of expectations, which is then your boundaries. But then it's like you don't allow for anything else to come in because of just the boundaries that it has to be. If it's this mm. or if it's not, then it's nothing. You know what I mean? It's just like people are kind of really not allowing themselves to have an adventure Mm. or meet someone that maybe they just become really good friends with. Yeah. Like, it's like you're just kind of really, like, cutting off an experience. And there's no, like, room for it to grow and flourish into something. Because women are so quick to be like, well, actually, we were just talking about this. So many women have told me, I'm not dating for fun. I'm just looking for marriage and Mm. media, like, making babies. Which is fine. Like most of us have that as our end bigger picture goal. Yeah. But going into like dating from the get go of like, I'm not dating for fun. I'm just dating for this desired result. If you're not dating for fun, dating's not going to be fun. Mm. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to want to do it. Mm. And you're also, not that we're like worried about scaring men away. Because if you're showing up in your truth, scaring men away, fine, whatever. He's not the one. Yeah, bye. But Mm. you will scare men away by... Like, I don't want to use the word desperate because wanting love doesn't make you desperate. Mm. But that intensity of, like, it's this or nothing Mm. kind of does bring maybe more of, like, a smothering, suffocating energy. Yeah. Which triggers a man because for him that kind of, for him equals that his freedom's going to be taken away. Mm. And for a man to thrive in a relationship, he needs to know that he's going to have his freedom within the relationship. But, like, you want dating to be fun, for you as well, right? Completely. And I think what women are doing is they're so fixated on like filling this box of like the husband, the baby, where they're focusing on the box and then any man that enters their life, they're trying to squeeze him in the box, mm. which means that you're not looking at the red flags, you're not actually seeing the man for who he is. Instead, like what I'm going to dive into is taking a step back and actually looking at the man for everything that he is, including all the red flags, all of it. And then deciding which box he gets to go into. Because mm. there's different boxes. He yeah. might be like the longtime partner, husband, baby guy. Or it might be like... The right now. The right now, like six month little romance, which is fine. But what about the people that will turn around and be like, that's all well and good, Assy, but I am on a timeline that I need to be having babies. Like, mm. I don't have the... Um, what's the word? And I do get that. And it is important to know what you're looking for. And it's important, like, it is important to know what you're looking for because then you can spot the red flags, right? Mm -hmm. If you know, like, this is exactly what I want, then when you meet somebody, you'll be able to discover more early on whether they're going to fit their criteria Mm. or not. I like it. Mm. I like it. 
Yum. Yum. Dating gets to be fun. <laughs> well, I'm enjoying the spark and that's just for my own, um, for my relationship to make, like, to allow it to flourish more and then see what I need where I'm, like, kind of maybe playing out my own toxic traits and stuff like that. It's just like, call me the fuck out. Let me flourish. Let me transform within myself so I can hold and be a better person and then therefore be able to hold bigger capacity for love mm. it's going to be really interesting actually i'm gonna i'm gonna tell aaron tonight i'm like i'm doing the spark you should do it with me <laughs> yeah do some of the i'll like put some journaling journaling questions and stuff in there for couples to ask each other i too. would love that but i think like what you just said is it's so empowering and it's not like blaming women like it's your fault that your relationship like we tend to blame our men and this isn't about us turning the blame back on ourselves but it's about like taking responsibility, responsibility. Yeah. and like taking responsibility for your part, either yeah. in your relationship or your dating experiences, yeah. because it always takes two people. Mm-hmm. And like speaking to so many women in my DMs, either women are like not happy. They're blaming everything on their partner. Like he always does this. He never does that. And like pushing the blame completely, like blaming men for why everything's going wrong. Or they're like, I'm not happy, I don't feel worthy, I don't feel loved. And they're waiting for a man to come along and make everything right. Mm. So it's about like taking a step back, reclaiming your power, and like showing up feeling perfect, whole and complete. Mm. So it's not about a man needing to fix things for you, but you showing up whole and then building a relationship from that place. Yeah. Like imagine if that was the foundation that it gets to be built at as opposed to having a wobbly foundation where there's mm. just like help me up help me up constantly yeah. like you're climbing off a fucking rock wall or something yeah it's like you're both right there and you're both climbing to the top together yeah with like so much more awareness and accountability mm. especially because you know what i really find that women blaming this as long as long as you keep on saying like it's all him he never does that he always does that or waiting around for a guy to come and like make things right it's like you're literally helpless. Yeah. You're just sitting around like waiting for someone else to come and fix things. Damsel in distress yeah. kind of vibes. But also, I mean, you guys, if you're listening to us, you're obviously like doing some form of the work. You're working on yourself. And I feel like sometimes we forget that we can still be toxic as fuck. Like we still have patterns that are from childhood and if you want to and it's never gonna go away no exactly it's about being more aware of what's happening more aware more aware more aware so this is a call out to every single person that you're a toxic bitch no i'm joking (laughs) you're all toxic toxic. (laughs) no but i just see my own little things that come out because my attachment style is anxious yeah like big time and i see when it plays out and it's just like like please just tell me that you love me. Please hold me. Please love me. Like just, I just need to know right now. Like, tell me, like I see that come out of me quite a lot. And yeah, from where I came I'm from, saying, give me attention. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually just tell say me. that all the time. <laughs> but like, I've come a long way most definitely, but it's like, I can just see for what it is right now. I'm like, I need to be better. I can't just be this kind of like, <laughs> Na- like actually I was reflecting like maybe I'm just nagging and I don't want to be like that mm-hmm. it's like please just tell me that you love me like yeah oh that's so gross yeah. and I was just like when it's like that neediness yeah instead of the desire because yeah. you think of a woman who's like needing anything you don't want to give to somebody who's needing but someone yeah. who just desires it yeah 
need to open up to that so i'll see you in the spark guys it's gonna be really yummy so good i'm so excited Mm. all of the new narratives on love and dating i'm here for it Mm. and getting really clear on our values boundaries like what we actually desire and even intentions because we never like we never really set intentions around like why are we even in the relationship because I think a lot of people and this has kind of been the narrative up until now it's like if you love someone you're just supposed to be together Mm -hmm. and like love is enough but actually love is not enough Mm -hmm. are your values aligned are you heading in the same direction there's all these other things that you have to consider yes indeed yes Yes. (laughs) Yes. And <laughs> <End> scene. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, relationships are so tricky to maneuver. Uh, relationships are my there biggest. Isn't, there isn't much advice out there. And as women there's so much pressure on us to be in this beautiful, romantic, like passionate relationship that's like high priority for all of us and then we feel the most pressure on society for us to have that Mm. but then there's not that much advice out there there's also for most of us not that many relationships that we can see in our lives that we can look up to Mm. and aspire to be that's that's the thing Mm. because it's like in business in like friendships it's like you have expanders constantly around you on instagram Mm. i mean there are some couples on instagram and then all of a sudden they fuck it yeah Yeah. and then all of a sudden they also break up as well and you're just like whoa what is that narrative and that's what i want to go into is like up until now going back to intentions the intention behind a relationship has always been till death do us part yeah and if that's the greatest intention of your relationship as long as you stay together, it doesn't matter what? the quality of time, what's happening in that relationship, it's successful. But what mm-hmm. if you change the narrative from till death do us part to let's see if we can love each other the most the humanly possible mm-hmm. while we're together? Or the intention could be for both people to grow more as individuals while together rather than when they're apart. Mm-hmm. Like that's going to make the relationship so much stronger and flourish and offer you so much more growth and healing Mm -hmm. within the relationship rather than it just being till death do us part so interesting because um i mean i come from a broken family and then i mean as do almost everyone but just seeing how mum and dad broke up and then seeing like my dad's wife thereafter the one that he's with now is like my favorite we're best friends but just seeing how as you're just talking i'm like oh wow that is exactly what i want Cause like I really do want to get married because I want that whole death to us part, which yeah. is why I'm like, like I, it's like I can't not have this. Like, yeah. and then I let everything else go because it's like, well, that's the destination. Yeah. And then also you're letting go of things that are true to you. Because like, okay, you need the intention of like, what's the intention within your relationship? But then outside of that, it's like, what are your personal intentions for your life? Mm. Because that has to be your North Star. That has to be the thing that's guiding you mm. always. And whether the relation, and it's like when the relationship's no longer serving you in that area, then maybe it's time to let it go. Mm. Right? Because if your personal desires and personal North Star and what you want to focus on and intention in your life is like, I don't know, mine's probably like personal growth and freedom. Mm. So if a relationship is like stopping me from growing and it feels really stagnant, or I feel like I'm like losing my freedom, then that would probably give me a reason to reassess the mm. situation in the relationship. Whereas if your number one is like to be in a relationship 
to be in love, death do us part. This That's... is where women begin to lose themselves in love. And that's when, when you Ooh. hit the ruts. That's when you hit the ruts, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, but it's all okay. And then it's just like, oh, we'll just like kind of pace through. And then you don't even like you've lost yourself completely in the relationship. And then it's like if you lose yourself in the relationship, you don't even know what you want out of the relationship. And so therefore, it's the just relationship like, it's like, is never going to thrive. It's just this numbness, really. It's yeah. just like just is. <laughs> Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys feeling? <laughs> What's good? What's and good I feel like a lot of people can relate to this because, like, I mean, I do. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. I mean, <laughs> in a five and a half year relationship, but I can see some of that, like, definitely playing out. So it's like, readdress, rewrite our narrative, and move forth together. Mm. Where we're, like, both, like... And a couple have, like, I've, I'm, I'm saying this stuff, but I've never had this before. So mm. don't, I'm not, like, on a high horse, like, pedestal, like, this is what you need to do. Mm. In my next relationship, I'll be trying to do more of this stuff. But having a a com like a joint intention. Mm. So it's like what I said before is like having the intention to the relationship. love each other the most yeah. or whatever it is. I think that needs to be like uh like coming together as a team. Yeah. And deciding on one intention. Yeah, together. I love that. I love that so much. But that would just change the whole relationship. Yeah, and it's not it like it's an actual intention for you guys to be together rather than just like oh well we're I just like this person. Yeah. Let's just together like let's just hang out <laughs> i love that so much and also i think that a lot of the time let me know what your intention is ask aaron see what he says yeah i really want to know i th- yeah i reckon his would be fun mm. because that's pro- that's what mine is like fun and support that would be my intention yeah a lot of people's would be security still mm. security safety yeah yeah I'll ask him, but I think it's, I like it like this because it's not just like you have to sit down and have this big, deep conversation. It's just like, it gets to be like this playful, like, yeah. what do you, what do you want the intention for our relationship to be? Because I know that like, like Aaron's like, are we really going to go into all of that right now? But yeah. whereas if I'm like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. what is the intention? You'll be like, oh, like show up with like a notepad and yeah. like, we need to go through all of this. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do some breath work together? Like. No. I feel like that would be a really fun question to ask your partner because I feel like like most people wouldn't have even considered that or thought about it. We always think that the intention is, well, I'm with this person and I want to eventually get married and have babies and be a family together. But that's What's like the driving cool. force. What is the glue? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I like this a lot. What's the boat that actually gets you there? Yeah. What is that intentional? And then if you are going to like marriage and kids, it's important to have that as well because then your kids come into that too. Yeah. So then the intention is like as a family unit, the intention is for us all to have fun. I love it. Including the kids. I love it. Instead yeah. of us just to be together. Yeah. <laughs> just be together day by day, Groundhog Day. It gets to reignite it. Yeah. Reigniting the spark. Come do the spark. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. Well done, mm-hmm. you. And because I've been launching it in my DMs and in my Facebook group, Early Bird's going to close by the time they're listening tomorrow. Ooh. When does it close? Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not tomorrow, tomorrow. When this comes out, it'll be Wednesday. So it'll be Thursday. Okay, I thought you meant it. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. night. Okay, get on the Early Bird. I'm getting on the Early Save Bird. $500. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It'll change your life. Yeah. And just so you know, like, 
Asia and I always pay each other for full our full service, right? I'm we not just give money back. And yeah, forth. we just constantly <laughs> give money back and forth. But it's like I am like I'm not just be like come into Asia's thing and I'm getting a free ride. Like I'm paying to be there, so you guys can pay to be there. Like it's going to be really transformational. I'm really excited. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship or if you're wanting to date to find your person. I think it's going to be such an eye-opening experience and I'm very excited for it. So I'll fucking sell it for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, carry on. Yeah, for anyone who's like, if you've been in a relationship for a long time, it's feeling like you're feeling stuck, going over the same bullshit, it's getting repetitive. If you are dating and you keep meeting the same type of guy, emotionally unavailable, avoidant... <laughs> You get the gist. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> even if you haven't been dating for a while, I know there's a lot of women who have maybe even cut themselves off from feeling that desire of like wanting to be made in love because they're afraid, right? Yeah. All men are shit. Their blah, blah, views blah. of men have been completely tarnished. So, yeah. yeah. We're about to rewrite all of this. All of this. I like it. So that dating can be fun again and so that you feel empowered. You don't lose yourself in love and dating and relationships. Mm. Amazing. And yeah, love it. And um, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to jump into more of a love fest, um, you love can fest. yeah, love fest yeah. with your energy. Um, you can come join the Wealthy Lightworker. Yes, when is it? <laughs> Next Monday. So Monday the sixth at six p.m. Sign up to both. Sign up to both. Sign up to my classes. <laughs> Sign um, up to our classes. But it's free, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, so do both. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy Lord. Yeah, come do both and activate your abilities. Be able to just start to own your own inner healer archetype, your light worker, and also it doesn't actually matter if you don't do this full time or it's not going to be your business. But I'm going to be assisting you in downloading a new wealth blueprint within your DNA. So that no matter what you do, according to your purpose, it's going to flourish. It's going to be vibrant. It's going to be abundant as fuck. So come join. Work don't mean broke, bitches. Amen. (laughs) Work don't mean broke. I am living proof. (laughs) Anyway. Amazing. Amazing. We'll see you there. Love you. Ciao. (laughs) That's a wrap, bitch tits. If you want to be in on the juicy conversations, then be sure to join our Facebook group. Turned on and on purpose. Until Until next week. week.